up, you guys. Oh my god, Liza. Slow down. I was new to town. So new that I wasn't even sure where we were running. Shit, it's the fucking cops. Step back. I'm not there in the shadow, you moron. They're just driving by, Liza. Calm down. I can't get caught, Madison. I'm already on the fourth strike with my parents. I like your pants, Jane. Are those vintage? Yeah, they were my mom's from the 70s. What do you call that pattern again? Paisley? Right. Jesus, come on. We're almost there. Where are we going, anyway? You'll see. We were headed towards the shore. I could smell the ocean. But it was pitch black, hardly any streetlights. Overcast. No stars or moon in sight. We were out past the town, where the bigger, really old houses were. I could barely keep from tripping over the roots of the trees that cracked through the crumbly brick sidewalks. It was a cold night in late September, but I was sweating. Where the fuck was this girl taking us? Liza, I have a cramp. Slow down. I told you you should do field hockey this year. You're out of shape, babe. Well, not everyone is as stoked as you to run up and down a big field and hit other girls in the shins with a stick. Up ahead, there was a bend in the road where it curved around a huge oak tree. To the right was a big field surrounded by a stone wall with an iron gate. As we passed the tree, the moon emerged from behind a cloud, and suddenly I could see what we were running toward. It was the town's graveyard. Ah, here we are. My favorite place in Newfield. Why can't we just smoke weed behind the tennis courts like everyone else? Because this is more fun. The ghosts come out and visit when you're high enough to be open to their vibes. Right. Whatever. It creeps me out. Jane, are you afraid of ghosts? Sorry. I don't believe in ghosts. That's because you're from California. You're in New England now, honey. They're real here. Don't listen to her, Jane. She's a psycho when it comes to this stuff. I don't know. There are people in this graveyard who died of gruesome battle wounds drowned in storms at sea, who got ravaged by hideous plagues, or who were hanged for being witches. I think this place is fucking haunted. Welcome to Newfield, Jane. I had moved to Newfield at the end of that summer, right before senior year. It sucked, but when my grandmother died and we inherited her house, it was like the answer to my parents' prayers. They couldn't hack the Bay Area prices anymore, ever since my dad's last novel tanked. Yeah, it's been real fun. Oh, wow. This place is amazing. These gravestones are so old and... Shh. What's that noise? What? (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you see that? What was it? It was just a damn deer. Jesus. You scared me more than it did. Are you sure? I think it was too tall to be a deer. It looked more like a person. Don't freak out, Madison. It was a buck. So, you know, the antlers make it taller. You're the one who just said the place was haunted, Liza. So it could have been. Well, if it was a ghost, it's gone now. So just chill. Whatever it was, it got my heart rate up. Maddie, give Jane the vodka. Here, Jane. As I took the flask from her, I saw that my hand was shaking. Almost running into a giant creature in the dark had spiked my adrenaline. But this was something else. Something deeper. Instinctual. Telling me... Leave. I fought to put it aside. 
I was hanging out with the popular girls. I took a big swig. Stealing absolute from the bitch again, Madison? No biggie. She goes through it so fast she doesn't know the difference. Who? My stepmom. You guys, over here. I like to hang out behind this crypt. No one can see you from the street. We walked further into the yard, weaving between the old gravestones that tilted every which way and cast crazy shadows in the moonlight. I'd certainly never been here before, but for some reason, I had a weird sense of deja vu, and my chest had tightened with anxiety. So, Jane, what do you think of our little spot of incredible natural beauty and epic boredom? It's okay. I mean, I've lived in a suburb before, but this is very... Uptight, preppy, obnoxious. I was going to say quaint. (laughs) Wait till you get to know it a little better. Everyone's got some grudge or secret, always trying to one-up each other. Most of the high school is full of stuck-up bitches and hoes. Uh, aren't you calling the kettle black, little Miss Varsity Blocky, student council secretary, daughter of the American Revolution? Yeah, whatever. I can say it because I am one, okay? What's a daughter of the American Revolution? It means her relatives go all the way back to the Revolutionary War. Her great-great-great <laughs> times a million grandfather was a major guy around here during colonial times. He practically founded this town. He's buried in here somewhere, along with a bunch of her other ancestors. Whatever. Uh, hello. Don't bogey that joint, Liza. Here, Maddie. Give me the vodka. Palmer. Her last name was Palmer. Duh. Our school is named after her family. Now it made sense why she has designer clothes and perfect straight teeth and drives a BMW to school. Oh my god, Liza. Did you hear what Jane did at lunch today? Do tell. So, Sam Sloan and his bros were picking on Judy Baum, calling her Porky and Blimpo and stuff. And Jane just walked right up to Sam's face and told him he must have a pretty small dick if he needed to pick on someone's appearance to feel like a man. The whole cafeteria went, ooh. Oh shit. And she just walked away, totally burnt him in front of everyone. You know, Jane, That's going to cost you some points with that gang. Whatever. They're assholes. Okay, then. You go, girl. I am fucking freezing, you guys. Have some more booze. You'll be fine. Give Jane the joint. Uh, I'm good, thanks. I have a bio test tomorrow. Come on, Jane. This is your night. You're welcome to Newfield Party. I'll be so sad if you're not the free spirit I thought you were. Well, I certainly don't want to disappoint on that account, so... Okay, give it here. I took a drag on the joint and choked. It was shitty pot. Liza passed the flask, and I took a big swig to keep from coughing. Within moments, I started to feel a bit dizzy, and a clammy chill spread goosebumps all over my body. I took a deep breath. I had to stay focused. The last thing I needed was to embarrass myself in front of Liza Palmer and Madison. Why'd you move here anyway? Well, um, my dad grew up here. We used to visit every couple of years at Christmas or Thanksgiving or whenever. When my grandma died last year, we inherited her house. My parents decided to move back. Sorry about your grandma. Liza, give me the flask. I lost my shit when my parents told me we were moving. I was sure I'd never fit in Newfield with its uber jocks and their boats on a cape and vineyard vines worship. 
But somehow, even with my hippy-dippy clothes and crazy orange hair, Liza decided I was cool enough to be in her posse. The most popular group in school. Maybe I was an exotic pet they planned to rehabilitate. More likely, they were all just bored with each other. I totally stay in San Fran over this snoozeville anytime. Yeah, well, my dad loves it here, so... Your family been here a long time? Like, did your grandparents grow up here? Um, no clue. Maybe you're a daughter of the American Revolution, too. Maybe. (laughs) I'll ask my mom. Ask my mom? Oops. I guess that hot is pitting me. I mean, the pot is hotting. I mean, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, wow, Jane. You're a lightweight. Didn't you smoke pot all the time in San Fran? Right. Hey, what's your last name again, Jane? Barnes, right? Yeah, Barnes with an E. Come here. Maybe this belongs to one of your people. Liza was standing in front of a large crumbling gravestone. A white mist hung low and circled around her ankles in wisps. With her pale skin and blonde hair, she looked like a ghost herself. I carefully stood up and realized I was not okay. My heart was racing, my legs were wobbly. I struggled not to sway or stumble. Shit. I didn't even smoke that much. Maddie, shine your phone on it. No, here, dummy. God, I am. In memory of Samuel Barnes, who died January 23, what's that? 1670, in the 53rd year of his age. Husband of Alice, father of Jonathan, and Jane. Jane, oh my God. Her name was Jane Barnes. Look around. Where's Jane's grave? Shit, it's gonna rain. Maybe we should... Do you see it? Usually they're all buried near to each other. Madison, look over there. Where? Over there. I'm looking. Do you know if you had any relatives called Samuel or Alice? I don't know. I... Oh, shit! Ew! What? There's a dead... Gross. Oh, poor bunny. What would take a rabbit's head off like that, but not even eat it or anything? I stumbled over to the grave where they were standing. There lay a dead rabbit in the early stages of decay. Its head was torn clear off its body, and its glazed eye looked straight up at me. Maggots wriggled in its open flesh next to the soft brown fur matted almost black with blood. A wave of nausea hit me, and I turned away to grab a gravestone for support. Hello, circle of life. Must have scared off whatever it was when we... Something's rustling in those trees over there. It's probably just that deer. That is not a deer. What the fuck is that? It's just a raccoon or a possum. Calm down. Raccoons don't growl, Liza. I actually don't feel so good all of a sudden. Oh, no. Are you going to puke? That thing is getting closer, I think. I feel really weird. I am. Okay, Jane, hold on. No, don't sit down. What is that? Jane, look at me. Come on. Jesus, we gotta get out of here. Get her off. It's coming closer. No, I. I don't want to. I. It's not fair. I. I didn't. Jane, hold still. Please, I swear. We have to run. I'm innocent. Stop it. Let's go. Now. Jesus, Liza, you didn't have to slap her. What happened? I said, let's go. 
It was pouring by then, and lightning flashed in the sky. Liza yanked on my arm and dragged me towards the iron gate. When I looked back over my shoulder through the curtain of fog and rain, I could have sworn I saw a tall figure lurch out of the woods and into the open space of the cemetery. But before I had the chance to get a good look, we were past the gate and onto the sidewalk, sprinting for home. The next couple weeks at school were busy. I had a part-time job at the town hall answering the phones that never rang, which was perfect since the SATs were coming and I needed to study pronto. Liza was playing field hockey. Madison was babysitting a lot. We didn't hang out much. There was a few weak smiles and funny looks, but they were nice and still let me sit with them at lunch. We laughed off my little fit as, wow, killer weed, Liza and they let it go, and we didn't speak about it anymore. I still don't know what happened that night, but it scared me. Meanwhile, I asked my dad about our family. He said the Barneses went way back, like all the way back, practically to the Mayflower. Apparently, I was a daughter of the American Revolution after all. Well, it's lucky you got so many of your mom's good Italian genes. My side of the family, it's pretty boring. Some German and Dutch mixed in there, but it's been mostly Irish Barneses with terrible teeth and bow legs since the colonies. I can't believe we didn't talk about this when you were studying American history last year. I think we did talk about it, but I might not have been fully paying attention. Lovely. Sorry. Uh-huh. Want one of these? Uh, yeah. Oatmeal or chocolate chip? Chocolate chip, duh. Anyway, I haven't done that much research, and I don't have the time or money for one of those ancestry things. But you should look into it. Though I have to tell you, there aren't a lot of pillars of society in there. Servants, tradesmen, some whaling ship guys, a few midwives, and, I don't know, maybe a criminal or two? Criminal? Like, what kind of criminal? Ah, you know, petty thief or military deserter. The Barneses have never had a lot of money, as far as I know. Petty thieves and midwives, huh? Now, your mother's side of the family has some really interesting characters. Some might call them mafia, I just call them well-connected. Sorry, Dad, uh, but I gotta go. It's Thursday, and I have the afternoon shift at the town hall, and Mrs. Harris would kill me if I'm late. I only stopped home to get my SAT book. That's my girl. I feel like I'm drowning in vocab words. I get it. Oh, hey, are you gonna dress up for Halloween? Oh, God, I hadn't even thought about it. Well, you know, it's tomorrow, so let me know if you need some cash or a lift to Goodwill. Thanks, Dad. See you later. I hopped on my bike and headed out to the town green. It was a crisp fall day, and the leaves swirled around me as I pedaled through the drifts of orange, red, and gold, sending them flying. The bike bumped over the roots in the sidewalk as yard signs for a state fair, a Halloween scare house, and a local political candidate blurred by. But as I reached the town hall building, my legs just kept pedaling, almost against my will. I hadn't been back to the cemetery since that night with Madison and Liza. As I pulled my bike in through the iron gate and propped it against the stone wall inside, I understood why. I suddenly had that same intense feeling of dread, of fear and inevitability. It's just an old graveyard on a beautiful sunny day. What's there to be afraid of? 
What's up? Oh, hey, Finn. <laughs> you surprised me. Nothing like a lady with ginger hair and a rosy glow on a fine October day. Finn Bishop was the most handsome, athletic, smart, and actually good guy at school. And he was Liza's boyfriend since freshman year. He had been really nice to me since I arrived. And even though we had hardly spoken, I somehow felt like I had known him my whole life. But this was the first time we had ever been alone together. And I suddenly felt a giddy, butterflies-in-the-stomach nervousness that I wasn't expecting. What or who are you running away from? Oh, just... SAT prep, you know. I needed a breath of fresh air and, um... You okay? I, I heard about your spell the other night here in the old boneyard. Oh, I can't believe Liza told you that. I'm just a lightweight and that pot was, well... I don't know if it was only pot, I mean. It was zowie. <laughs> zowie? You're so... What? Lovely. I was babbling like an idiot because he was getting closer and closer to me and smiling this smile that almost hypnotized me. I didn't feel threatened by him, only by my own strangely intense attraction to this guy who was the boyfriend of the most popular and powerful girl in school. So, Janie, what's your deal? My deal? Well, you don't dress like anyone here. You don't act like anyone here. His bright blue eyes were locked with mine, and I realized I was holding my breath. Then the sun disappeared behind the clouds, and suddenly it was dark and cold, and I could hear my heart pounding in my ears, like when you duck your head underwater. The world blurred into slow motion for a moment as we looked at each other. I couldn't move, I couldn't breathe, and my mouth tasted like the sea. Everything began to get dark around the edges of my vision, and I could only see him and his blue eyes. Suddenly, a flock of birds flew overhead, and the bright sun reappeared from behind the cloud, shocking me back into reality. I spun away from him to catch my breath, and came face to face with the gravestone that had been behind me. What? Well, look at that name on the gravestone. Wow! Shit! That is a little freaky. In memory of Jane Barnes, who died in 1653 in her 17th year. Jesus. She was our age. Can you imagine? Is she a relative of yours? I stared at my name, etched into the stone in fancy lettering, just below a carving of a skull with wings. I reached out and touched the J of Jane, and instantly felt the pull of a memory, or a dream. It was right at the tip of my brain, so close and familiar. If only I could grasp it. Hello? Come in, Jane. You okay? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I gotta go. I'm sorry. I was only having some fun. <laughs> I'm glad you think I'm so amusing. Come on, Jane. You know that's not true. You're the coolest girl in Newfield. I wouldn't make fun of you. I'm just trying to get to know you. Right. Ah, uh, Janie, please don't go. Finn ran after me and spun me around to face him. I was plunged back into those blue eyes, and my head began to swim again. And then, suddenly, without thinking, without breathing, we were kissing, intensely, drowning in each other. It was an incredible feeling, as if we had been together forever, but apart for years. 
It felt so right and familiar and... Shit. Hello? Yes, sorry, I'm on my way. I, uh, I got a flat and had to put air in my bike tire. I'll be right there. I'm late to my stupid job. I gotta go. Uh, right. What are you doing here, anyway? Uh, I'm supposed to meet Liza. Well, here? Why did you kiss me, then? I, I know, but, but here's the thing. She, she's not... I'm not... What? Liza thinks we're going to stay together through college and then get married. The truth is, we've only been a couple this long because it's easy. But, but we're really different people than when we started going out. We don't belong together anymore. Does she think that? Jane, from the moment I saw you... We barely know each other. It doesn't feel that way to me. God, I'm already late. Jane. Bye. I sped off to the town hall and got a lecture about punctuality from Mrs. Harris, the town clerk, as I took my seat at the receptionist's desk and mumbled an apology. Just as I sat down, my phone dinged. Without even looking, I could sense the hairy eyeball from Mrs. Harris, so I silenced it and shoved it in my back pocket. There was a giant pile of filing for me, and I began to sort through it. I could feel the vibration in my pocket as the phone buzzed again, but I ignored it. Jane, dear, I've got a doctor's appointment. Can you hold down the fort for the rest of the afternoon? Yeah, of course, no problem. Sorry again about being late. As soon as she was out the door, I checked my phone. Two texts from Liza. My heart leapt into my mouth. Fuck. Had she seen me and Finn? I held my breath as I opened the first. Halloween in the graveyard tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Tell your parents you are sleeping over here. Bring booze. The second text from her only said one word. Hello? Liza was not one to wait for a response. We'll let you know ASAP. Send. I breathed again. I was safe. At least for now. Finn was Liza's very longtime boyfriend. Why had he kissed me? He must have just been pranking the new girl as a joke. He and Liza are probably laughing about it right now. But Finn wasn't an asshole like that, and he seemed really serious. Shit. I had four hours here, and I had to distract myself. SAT prep? Not possible. I paced around the room. The massive black ledgers holding the history of the town piled on a dusty shelf in the back of the office caught my eye. Jane Barnes. My namesake on a gravestone. Trying to find her somewhere in there might keep me sane through the afternoon. I walked over and pulled down the first big volume, The History of Newfield, 1600 to 1675. I opened to the contents. Town charter, birth and death records, property records, public notices, the list went on. Maybe I could start with finding out her cause of death. 1651, 52, 1653, death records, Jesus. There were a lot. Okay. Ezekiel Gray, fever, age 39. Penelope Stratford, childbirth, age 20. John Smith, natural causes, age 48. Ah, here it is. Jane Barnes, age 17, cause of death? Drowning. Oh, whoa. Poor Jane. 
It was so sad to see the Gardner family there at the church without Priscilla. I spake with her father after the service, and they are faring as best they can. Did Goodman Gardner say what took her to heaven? She saw her walk into the schoolhouse not two days afore she took sick and looked well enough then. Yes, but within a day she was ailing terribly. The poor girl had pus-filled boils all over her body and was vomiting green bile and blood. Tis an awful thing. Do not mark me, but I heard from Goodwife Palmer that someone put a curse on her. A curse, as would be made by... I daren't even say the word. A witch? Hush now. Do you want the whole marketplace to hear ye? There are no witches in Newfield, so you say. Who would curse Priscilla? She with a picture of goodness. Well, do not repeat me, but... Goodwife Palmer thought it might be Jane Barnes. Oh no, it cannot be. Jane lost the baking competition at Christmas to Priscilla. Tis true, but still, Jane's clothing is not always appropriate. Yes, that's true, but the Barneses are so very poor. I'm sure they don't have the means to... And she has that unruly red hair that she flaunts to attract attention. Well, the girl cannot help the color of her... And she is always in the company of that young man, James Bishop's son. What's a boy from a nice family like his keeping company with a girl like that? They look like they are well and truly in love. Yes, it looks that way. But Goodwife Palmer told me... Jane has bewitched the poor boy, and he has completely lost his mind under her spell. Such a shame, especially with nice young girls like Elizabeth Palmer with no bow at all. The bishop boy and Elizabeth have known each other since they were babies. Their families are entwined. He should be courting Elizabeth Palmer, but instead he only has eyes for Jane. What explanation can you give that except that Jane has used her supernatural powers to entice him? Jane Barnes, a witch. Oh, God, help us. What in heaven's name will we do? Oh, dear. Rain again. We best be on our way before it pours. Thanks for picking me up, Dad. Riding in the rain kind of sucks. Yeah, sure, no problem. How'd it go today? It was quiet, so I did a bunch of research about Newfield and our family. No SAT prep? A little. Did you know that the barns go all the way back to the founding of the town? Well, I'm not sure that's exactly accurate. And there was another Jane Barnes, and her stone is in the town cemetery? No. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. She drowned at age 17. It's awful, huh? Yeah. I want to find out more about her, so I brought home this book on the town's history. Newfield and its people. Very cool. Well, keep at it. Hey, speaking of graveyards, what did you decide? I freaked out for a minute, thinking he was talking about meeting Liza and company in the graveyard tomorrow night. Uh, uh about what? About your costume. Halloween tomorrow. <laughs> Need me to take you over to the Goodwill or something? Oh, 
Uh, witch. I'm going as a witch. Classic. I like it. What are you gonna wear? A pointy hat and a nose wart? My regular clothes. Oh. Uh, I don't get it? The witches they hanged in this town were all regular women. Some of them had a birthmark or a lazy eye. <laughs> Some of them were too pretty and attracted other women's husbands. Some just lived next door to a farmer whose crops happened to die. They did nothing wrong. They were just regular women going about their lives. Okay, but sweetie, that's a little... What? Obscure? Don't you want to go as something fun and pretty? Like Jackie O after JFK's been shot, or, or a zombie Disney princess? No. It's cool. Okay. You know, when I was your age, we had... Go ahead. Oh, fuck. From Liza. My heart started racing. I quickly opened it. So, are you in tomorrow night or are you a pussy? You okay, sweetie? You're sweating. You're not getting sick, are you? No, I'm fine. I'm just... Um... Liza wants to know if I can sleep over at her house tomorrow for Halloween. <laughs> you know, do the Ouija board and tell ghost stories. <laughs> her mom's gonna make candy apples. How had I become such an accomplished and detail-oriented liar? I made myself sick. Well, check with your mom, but I'm sure it'll be no problem. You know, I'm glad you're making such good friends here, Janie. I was worried about that when we decided to move. Uh-huh. Yep. It's all going great, Dad. Shit. This has been Newfield, a Roaring Box production. Written by Tracy Brigden. Starring Kate Baldwin, Aaron Lillis, Mary Murphy, Graham Rowett, Erica Sanderson, and me, Mike Delgadio. With original music composed and performed by Eric Shimalonis. Sound design by Kenny Neal. With additional voices by Max Delgadio and Sophia Delgadio. Subscribe to Newfield on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app for access to bonus features and news about upcoming projects from Roaring Box Productions. Please follow Roaring Box on Facebook and Twitter at Roaring Box. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. <laughs>